This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. The unions are calling it a bribe. The government says it's giving parents some of the money it's saving because of the mushrooming teacher strike. Yesterday, Education Minister Stephen Lecce announced that the province will compensate parents of kids who are affected by Ontario teacher strikes to help out with additional childcare costs. The funding will range from $25 to $60 a day of missed schools. Now, I will be taking calls after I spend a few minutes with the minister. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And Minister Stephen Lecce joins me now. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Libby. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, So um, where did you get the idea that this compensation was the right thing to do? Yeah, I mean, it's largely premised just on a philosophical belief that Families in Ontario are paying a large economic cost, a fiscal cost, for arranging childcare for shorter, potentially longer periods of time. I felt compelled to take action. There is precedent for this at, at British Columbia under the Liberals and then under the Progressive Conservatives in the 90s in Ontario. So it has been done, and I think the, the motive behind it was just a recognition that the cost of living is rising. Childcare is already expensive on a good day, and I think exacerbating that challenge for families is something I seek to avoid. And so we save $60 million a day when all unions withdraw services, and so we're applying the critical mass of that savings back to the taxpayer um, so that they're able to have some relief because they're in the middle of this debate, the middle of this negotiation. And I really do believe these strikes have both intended or unintended consequences on both the students and their families. And so it's, it's meant to help. How many people are signed up so far? We have over 30, 33,000, closer to 35,000 uh, at this point have signed up. The number is rising literally on a sort of hour-to-hour basis, but it is moving uh, in the right direction. There's uptake, and I think it's because the population understands that they could use some financial assistance. And so to do so, to sign up, it, it requires a fairly seamless um, App, uh, sign up document online. It's uh, all electronic, although there are paper forms at um, school boards and MPP's offices, but it's www.ontario.ca forward slash support for parents. And by simply signing up once, anytime there's strikes in the future, should there be, and hopefully there aren't, will it be, but should there be, that it automatically, those monies will flow to parents that they're able to utilize those funds for whatever child care arrangement they've, uh, they've set up. Now, you're saying that this money will come from the money that you save yeah. uh, by not paying teachers. Now, uh, my understanding is that most every settlement included a bonus for teachers, a signing bonus, which was the equivalent of the amount of pay they missed. And that uh, that's kind of a stipulation to get union agreement. So uh, have you taken that into account? Yeah, I mean, our, the premise for this is just a belief that those monies actually should be returned to the, the parents who are uh, fundamentally, uh, their lives upended and costs imposed on them at no fault of their own. So right, but you'll probably are, end up having to give the same amount to the teachers. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I can speak for why you know, former liberals or other governments of the day made that decision point. My instinct is to return those savings to the people because at the end of the day, under that scenario, families are still on the hook. Uh, and I would argue that they should not be. And I think while I'm not perhaps surprised would be that the unions and other parties don't like this concept, I think philosophically as a progressive conservative, in you know, in enabling parents to make the best decisions for themselves, even on our child care tax relief, they, are, they oppose the concept of providing direct funding to parents versus an institutional approach. I just think it's the right thing to do. And as I say, parents are really on the hook. Does that mean, sorry to interrupt, does that mean that you would not agree to a signing bonus for teachers in an eventual settlement? Well, I mean, look, I, uh, that, that item has not been raised to the table, so it'd be prudent to discuss it there, not on the show. But um, what I could assert to you is that I will always work hard to ensure that families have some relief when they have fiscal impacts imposing them as a consequence of this escalation by the teachers' unions. And it is cyclical. It happens all the time, every few years under every government. And I think parents recognize that and are tired of it. And I just don't believe they should be on the hook for it. Uh, The premier has said uh, this morning that he thinks they need new leadership at the union to get a deal. Do you agree? You know, look, I, I think we're going to negotiate with whoever the leaders are democratically elected. I, I will work in good faith with whomever is there. At the end of the day, it isn't about the leaders. It's not about me. It's not about Doug. It's not about, you know, the, the, the president of the union. It's about the students that we serve. And I think we need to make this more about them and less about ourselves. And I, there's a lot of rhetoric personalizing attacks on myself and others, and it just folks. Like, I don't, it, it shouldn't be about the political actors of the union leaders. It needs to be about our students. And if it was, we wouldn't have five, five days of strike action. We wouldn't have OSSTF, the high school teachers union, taking action on Tuesday, which is literally interrupting exams for a lot of students, hundreds of thousands of students in this province, and have forced them to be rescheduled. We just have to reschedule the EQAO math test at a time that students have disproportionately low uh, math performance rates, a majority of them are actually filling the provincial standard. And so I just think we got to get our priorities straight here. Let's get a deal. Let's work through the mediator. And let's try to create um, a pathway where all of us, not just the taxpayer or the parent or the student, but the educated themselves, where all of us could exit an agreement with a sense of confidence that it's a win-win-win proposition. I got a new deal, as you will know, Libby, in December with the Education Workers Alliance. It's a smaller union, to be fair, but nonetheless, it demonstrates that we're able to make progress and get deals in this heightened period of rhetoric, yeah. and I still will remain focused on getting a deal, because that's really the, the cause of the problem. They're saying that you're, that, you know, both sides are saying that there's not even enough to get you back to the table. You're saying they're not budging. They're saying you're not budging. It's spread to more than the original unions. You now have all the unions having job action. You know, uh, it, it looks like it's getting worse, not better. Yeah. And, you know, look, it did have a similar, I mean, I, I got asked very similar questions, Libby, leading up to you know, uh, leading up to the QP deal, it did get, you know, there's a lot of heightened rhetoric, but we still were able at the table to, you know, deliver an outcome that was, I think, uh, very much in the, in the interest of students, which was a, a deal that provided continuity and educational continuity. So, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm not disputing it. I, I listen, I, I read the papers, I watch the news, but I also believe there's still a pathway. It would be, it wouldn't be accurate to for me to suggest it's just doom and gloom. I, I still believe we can get there. It just requires the unions to make some moves. And to date, they have not made literally one substantive move. And I mean, that's even by the own admission 
of the union leadership themselves. They've tabled proposals at the beginning of this process and have not changed them at all, whereas we've tabled our proposals and announced changes to our policies along the way. So we, we've been, well, I would submit, reasonable and trying to move in the right direction. I'm just hoping that that could be reciprocated a little bit by the teachers' union to get us to uh, a sweet spot where we can get a deal. Well, uh, what can I say? Good luck with that. Um, Stephen Lecce, Minister of Education, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Okay. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.